quick. So as a heads up, there is a situation in our apartment building, mm-hmm. and we may get interrupted by yeah. authorities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a good vague warning. <laughs> what is going on in your world, Chris? Are you guys uh, about to be arrested for tax evasion? No. Oh, no. We Why pay not? all the taxes. <laughs> we pay well, every tax. You can get away tax. with it, guys. That's what no, I recommend. No, it's... it's <laughs> we pay taxes. There. We pay city income tax. It's oh. the worst. <coughs> no, no, no. I guess uh, insider trading. That's what I want. Are you guys going to get arrested for insider trading? Nope. Uh, no. How about outsider the, trading? Nobody <laughs> from the like, Treasury Department. You don't know what's going on. You're not doing a good job. <laughs> Yeah. No. Look, what, you guys, you, you have to know glamour. something about the stock market to invest. You know nothing. <laughs> yeah, we, exactly. Everything you've done is wrong. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Tanya Smith, we watched Westworld, a new HBO show about sex robots with unfortunately long memories. We start and end every show by saying at least one nice thing about the topic, though today we might be mostly nice things. We shall find out. We call it the compliment sandwich, though. What is your major compliment for Westworld? Um, I like the idea of a, like, cleaner Old West. Yeah. Like, there's something very pleasing, given my dislike of dystopias and also, like, dirty times where everybody's always in a layer of grime. Yeah. So many people that would, in the actual Old West, be covered in a layer of grime. Yeah, I mean... Like, like you could, like, eat off of their neck. The street would just be two feet deep of horse garbage. Yes, yes, and everything instead is just this like pure, like beautifully. Well, lit. every twenty four hours it is. Yeah, and then by the end of it, it gets significantly worse. Well, yeah. they hose it down. <laughs> yeah. I know, but they have like a, you know they have a team of Roombas that come <laughs> every twenty four hours and like make everything pristine again. Yeah, and everybody is so pristine. All of the prostitutes are like the cleanest looking people I've ever seen. They do not have much of a rind on. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> There's no, yeah. yeah. Emotionally, so they have some somewhat of a rind, but yeah, there's yeah, there's a real a there's a distinct even. lack of cruft, which yeah. I really like. I am so with you on that. <laughs> this is the lowest Wait, cruft. Can I get like a? Go ahead. Can, can I get a map from Tanya, just of like the the like high cruft to low cruft areas in the world? <laughs> That seems mean. Use, yeah, that does seem but like it fiction, has the potential to fictional be fictional craft. Yeah. I can totally, I could totally like. I feel like right, even well, Game even, of Thrones. Like, I feel like Game of Thrones is a much higher craft yeah. property for HBO. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, that's well. I mean, it depends where you go. I guess like like the like uh like the Night's Watch. That's pretty high craft. Yeah, but, like King's Landing, some places. Yeah, like, no, there are definitely plenty of there are plenty of clean people to be found but it's just there's a lot more there are a lot more like crufty folks in, in general is there an opposite the past is so crufty mm. yeah. yeah the past well, is super crufty. crufty this is really my issue with the past as yeah. it turns out <laughs> I, this is such a great compliment uh as why don't you go next what's your favorite thing about uh, westworld well all my i have i have like 20 good minutes of cruft based material <laughs> that i have to throw out now so thank <laughs> you Sin, we all have to have backups as i hope you prepared yours yeah this is not your first rodeo uh okay uh i i just i love jeffrey wright in anything oh yeah last time we saw him he was being moderately crazy only in uh in um the hunger games mm-hmm. uh trilogy yeah well, uh, uh, and he before that he, short circuit he's, he's helping james bond well, before that oh yeah. yeah what's his name yeah. in hunger games uh, yeah short circuit's uh, good enough yeah beady beady that's Beattie. what it is yeah oh yeah uh but yeah um uh, apparently he was Papa in the Good Dinosaur. I, I know he just—he always just—he always just makes me feel good. 
Like, he also makes me feel bad. I, yeah, love him. Right? 100%. Just, just oh, gosh. He's got know. some glasses like, that he never actually looks he through. He doesn't look through his glasses very often, which is true. <laughs> is that why I love this him? This is an <laughs> issue some people have with this show. <laughs> I have heard this complaint. That's my main known, hate. This is a known issue. <laughs> it is a known issue with the show. Well, so some people, and we, we have a lot of talking to do about this kind of thinking, but some people believe that he is a robot because he doesn't look through his glasses. Which oh. then makes oh, him no, not just an android. No, like he's a, a robot because you never see him eat or emote. Well, don't, we don't see I've anybody really... eat. That's yeah. Why do you actually see him eat more? Yeah, because well, eating eating like... isn't sexy or violent. But so. also, well, right. Uh, no, it can be. It's not it can be modern, modern, Alex. Eating is <laughs> not a modern activity. You've never seen me eat. <laughs> oh man, give me some you've spaghetti. Me. It's Wait, both. Hold on a second, Chris. You've heard me eat. Can you really say that it's not sexy and violent? I'm just saying for the general audience, there's a lot to consider. Um, my so uh, my major compliment, I don't want to talk too much about the theories right now or maybe ever because I have, well, anyway. Um, make me so tired. Theories about the theories? <laughs> I have theories about theories. Um, but my compliment is for a bunch of different pieces of music that happened during the show. I really enjoy the opening, especially the part when the fing- skeleton fingers start playing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that little melody is the best part of that opening melody. And I love the anachronistic player piano that plays like modern songs on this, old timey player really piano. This is problematic for me because every time it happened, I was like, oh, God, it's not it's not Scott Joplin. I don't know what this song is. I'm going to have to worry about this for the next like, 10 <laughs> Well, and then you look it up and it's yeah. like, oh, it's Paint It Black. And then what a And great. now I feel guilty. It's like, oh, yeah. It's just, it's, you know what it is? It's just it's HBO making me them feel smart and me feel stupid. That's what I it is. I see, and I, I cringe every time they do it. Oh, so, really? You know, we're divided on this. It's fine. Oh, man, I really enjoy it. I, I love the sound of the player piano. Um, also, I really loved the, uh, the song that they played at the Orgy. Um, which <laughs> like I, um, I can't even sing it anymore. I wrote it out in the dun, 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 dan, dun, but I can't figure out what I wrote oh, okay. from that. But <laughs> was it, was it just, was it just, you know, um, Blue Monday like, is a cover, right, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was Blue Monday. They, it was such a great piece of music that was like, yeah, this is what I would like to have at some sort of like painted body Satanist orgy. It was yeah, such what, questions about the body paint and the. Oh, acts, but that's just so me many just questions. Too detail oriented. So, oh man, turns out there actually was Scott Joplin one of these episodes. I, I didn't even notice it. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't go anywhere without running into Scott. Sneaky Joplin. Scott Joplin. <laughs> what the call? Sneaky you know, Scott a real Joplin in television. Crazy ex girlfriend. I think we also saw a sneaky oh, yeah. Scott Joplin at the orgy scene as well. Oh yeah, if I, if that's if one I of my favorite that, right? orgy moves. <laughs> oh my gosh, that okay. Sorry, I'll save this for later. I just had a whole thought. They call it the entertainer, and it's sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> With inflation, that's not too bad, I guess. Uh, that's pretty reasonable. <laughs> bring your own wash rag. <laughs> so, Chris, I think that leaves you. What's your major compliment for Westworld? Oh yeah. Uh, in general, I think the the level of acting is super duper high. Oh uh, yeah. The people who pretend to be robots. Um, oh the actors God. who act like robots oh, are super yeah. good at it. Oh, and yeah. like even, the decommissioned um, uh, Wild Bill. Oh, Wild he, Bill is he really is good. by far my favorite uh, of those he, people. I would give he's, him two dollars on the street. He's supposed to be an older <laughs> two American dollars, everyone. So this show <laughs> is about inflation. a theme park where they have robots that are are hosts, and so they had an older model that was Wild Bill, and he is like broken down, and he's sort of herky jerky, and, and he, the actor yeah. does an amazing job of making it really look like that. And well, and the the so main good. woman 
Um, Evan, Rachel, Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, she yeah. has to do this thing where she is a robot, and then is like a robot she, with an accent. She's a person, and then the guy will be like, "Now go be a robot," and she has to like drop all affect and immediately sound robotic, and then go back into being a person. It is oh, just good. an incredible acting challenge, and she just nails it. Like an eye twitch she has also. Yeah, that might. She's I wonder if the eye twitches are CG. I've thought about this. Uh, that, really? Yeah, Sarah had that question also, actually. Huh. Yeah. But, also, yeah, young Ath- Anthony Hopkins played by a computer really, ac- really well. Oh, yeah. yeah, they did a good job of bringing old Tony to life as a yeah. young man. But yeah. yeah, also just like the top level actors too that are Jeffrey Wright, Anthony Hopkins, Ed Harris, like. Oh, Ed oh Harris. my God! And then yeah, the scene where Ed Harris and uh, Anthony Hopkins have whiskey together in the newest episode. Oh God! Oh. Yeah, 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 man. So much super, acting, super fun. Uh, in reacting, yeah. <laughs> Everyone just tear off a big old piece of scenery and get to work. Yep. It's enough for everybody. Dig <laughs> in. <laughs> Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about whatever pop culture we feel like being about. That's our <laughs> official slogan. There's never been another slogan. That's what we've always no been about. Yep, that's the no one. Refunds. That's the one. Uh, we, uh, yeah, this is just something. Well, so we're doing a couple things this week. Uh, one is we're helping Chris get his groove back, but also we were all interested in the show, and so we wanted to talk about it with each other. So yeah. This fit into that theme i'm your host alex falcone on twitter at alex underscore falcone joining me as always he's at c walter smith on twitter in brooklyn new york it's mr chris smith yeah sex robots is one thing but uh i'm gonna go to vr and and really get a wank yeah what (laughs) you work in a sex robot factory yeah oh so weird Uh, also see how the sausage is made also joining us this week in northern california it's mr ezra fox I prefer to see the beauty in this world. <laughs> <laughs> you do, Ezra. You, you do. Well, that's probably true of you. Yeah. 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 Um, it doesn't oh. look like anything to me. <laughs> it doesn't look like anything to me. <laughs> like anything to me. Yeah. Also joining us today because it's a super host episode at the Tanya Best on Twitter. She's in Brooklyn, New York. It's Tanya Smith. Guys, I'm just over here reviving this bird in the creepiest possible way. Don't worry about me. It's cool. That's how you get promoted in this world. <laughs> yeah. Being super creepy with a bird. I don't. Yeah, it stresses me out so much. Yeah, the, I don't like the bird scene. Oh, I, I don't like it. it. Um, <laughs> all right, so this is episode number three hundred and sixty-six. We have now done Whoa. as many episodes as the number of baby sea turtles rescued from the powerful swells of Hurricane Nicole, uh, Nicole in Vera, Vera, Florida, last week. Sorry, that's a lot of baby sea turtles. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. so they're, Most they were. Of you were gonna get pecked to death anyway. <laughs> What? Yeah, you guys don't understand how nature does things. <laughs> yeah, so instead they were gathered up, carefully tended, and then they're going to be they're put on a boat and transported out to the seaweed that would have become their home anyway, but they were blocked from because of the storm surge. I see. Aww. Yeah, I don't know if that's natural or good, but it is cute. It's very I can get cute. behind it. Speaking of creatures who don't understand the people who control their lives, this week we're Ooh, talking about Westworld. Yeah, see what you did there. Smoothness. That was that was one of your better ones. It took you it's getting smoother the more we there, complement but... it. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, everyone. The, uh, we're watching the once troubled TV show from HBO. Uh, we're watching the first five episodes, which is as many as are out today. Although there's a new one coming out tonight, which in your case is three days ago. So anyway, yeah. and d- we won't talk about that. We won't talk about episode six, bit. but man, I'm gonna watch. Wait, the shit I think out we of it. should. <laughs> okay, I think we, can just, we will we can talk just, about episode just, six. We'll just be incorrect. 
Yeah. <laughs> I bet someone's going to have sex with a prostitute. I bet we're not going to get to the bottom of this. I suspect <laughs> Teddy's going to die. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to. I am so hopeful because we've had five episodes where each episode. It's just like, hey, what about more twists? What do you want? How about, how about more mysteries? And then at, six has got to start. Like at least unravel one of them. No, How many funny. episodes are there? Ten in a season. Ten, Ten in a season. Okay, so yeah. we just passed the the hump. But think about how many seasons they'd like to make. They'd like to make five with seasons. this level of like rabid speculation. Yeah, and then they wonder if you're going to really get anything resolved this season. Apparently, yeah. they have five seasons mapped out um, okay. already. Yeah, exactly. Although they haven't been reordered, they haven't been ordered yet. They've only they haven't gotten up for season two yet. I'm pretty sure. And yeah, I think they will. Although it costs the most money ever to make this sh- series. Oh yeah. yeah, that's 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 my biggest issue about the the show is because I know like making it will take a, is taking a ton of money. So like I don't I don't know how the park being run could be affected. <laughs> yeah, you know, just, like, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't think the park could exist for the money that they're talking about. But that is such a funny point. <laughs> like unless they have like like unless they have like a sweatshop in the back where they're just like oh yeah and there's also just like there's a Nike factory because we just we just have a Nike factory because we had to monetize somehow. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you would buy like souvenirs on your way out. Like I imagine you're just I mean, yeah, where cuz you have home. the you have the like the the vintage chlamydia already. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't need sweet, anything else. Sweet vintage chlamydia. There was one up early on there was a moment where a tourist couple like shot a bad guy and then it had a, their picture taken with him. Yes. So yeah. even though they've did, said yeah. they pay $40,000 a day, you can just assume that that photo cost them another 1,000. Sure. I, yeah, you get like I, a wall of, of constant upsells. Yeah. I think the actual the actual marketing the, the actual like big money maker is blackmail because they have videotapes of like everything that people have done in the park. Oh and, like, shit. That's gotta ruin oh. some lives. Oh man, right? I wanted to play a game later where we come up with really bad fan theories, but you've already nailed my favorite bad fan theory. The entire park <laughs> is funded by blackmail. I think that makes a lot of sense. It does make so much sense. And, and if it doesn't, like if they're not doing it yet, why the hell not? You know? Well, and so, <laughs> so wait, so you, and you got your blackmail operation where you tell rich people, you're like, by the way, not, not only do you have to give us money to keep funding the park, but you have to invite two of your rich friends to come. Otherwise, yes. we'll tell them this happened. So it's just oh, a constantly growing pyramid scheme of blackmail. So that's why black hat guy invites white hat guy along because he's already been sinning in Westworld. Right, right. He needs to bring in yeah. new blood. Yeah. Yeah. See, that makes sense to me. Uh, black hat guy in this case being uh, one of the weaker moments of acting on the show. Sure. Oh, yeah. Logan, I don't like him. Yeah. He's the worst person named Logan I've ever met. <laughs> It'd be great if you were like, oh, I really see the spirit in him. And he's, you know, he's a real sweet boy. Like, no, I do think he's not. Gonna you're not around. supposed Actually, to like him. No, you're not supposed to like him. But he's also he's a little, hero. He's a little too, like, Snidely Whiplash bad guy for me. He's a little too. Well, like, it's like Snidely Slightly Whiplash is like bro, like cousin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Broly yeah. Whiplash. I think of him as <laughs> cowboy. <Bro-lash. laughs> yeah, I think of him one. as cowboy Jean Ralphio from Parks and Recreation. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, he's just like brotastic and like, dude, bro, bro. Anyway, so we're spoiling the shit out of the first five episodes, you guys. And uh, uh, if you want to choose something that you genuinely enjoy and want to hear us talk about because it's current and it's in your world, go to readdeshweep.com, set up on the mailing list. Um, one thing that I think was thinking about for this is because I've been watching it and I had had not talked to people about it a lot. And so mm. I'm so excited to be doing this. And then I realized, what do people do who don't have podcasts? Because like, it's oh, so man. lonely to watch a TV Friendship? show like this and not have your yeah. great friends to, to talk to about friends, it. Uh, they have to make friends in their own cities. <laughs> 
That'd be weird. I don't know. I mean, my as far as my office is concerned, it's just elevator talk. Like that's whatever. <laughs> I've been in like four Westworld conversations with strangers in the elevator. I keep nice. trying that's to cool. get in Westworld conversations with people, and they're all like, "Oh, I'm one behind. Don't talk about anything." And it's just frustrating. Oh yeah, I'm hearing a lot of this like is... fan theories, but it's yeah. fun. it's weird. This one isn't as bingeable for me in some ways. Like like I I feel like I have to work myself up sometimes to to want to watch Westworld. Really? Like yeah. Well, because I here's the thing. So like. Uh, uh, as a sleep-deprived parent still, like, Sarah and I, we have, like, not that much time to actually watch TV. Um, right. sure. Which means, and, like, and Westworld can be weird enough and intense enough that, like, I want something to come down after. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, like, I need, like, a half-hour comedy. And so, like, it's weird to have, it's rather we're going to have an hour and a half, basically, like, of TV watching that we can do straight. I totally, yes, I completely Yes, I get where you're it. coming from with that. I, yeah. there are definitely shows that I do not watch, even though they're great, because they're too intense for me. And this isn't there. I just want to know so bad, and I just... I just love sitting in the world so much that I am very excited about each week. We gotta get to the summary because I have like all the things to say. Yes, yes, yes. For people that are not watching this show or don't care to, which like respect to you, man. Yeah. We should probably fill them in. Yes, Chris, uh, please, why don't you summarize in the style of a herky jerky cowboy? Yeah! That's gonna be super tricky. Or how about this? I'll be a herky jerky cowboy and you be Anthony Hopkins. Okay, sure. Do you uh, have a or, or you be have a, a self-aware st- prostitute? Um, no, your decades of movement for actors is really going to pay off now. Uh, <laughs> hey, Chris, do you have a story to tell me, partner? Well, Wild Bill, I, I certainly do. Uh, see, I'm Anthony Hopkins, Sir Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> oh my God, it's uncanny! It's uncanny. <laughs> That's oh a God, heck of a like story, partner. Shall we drink to the girl in the white shoes? Before we do, let me tell you what I've done. <laughs> so, Anthony Hopkins, uh, that's that's me. That's you. Yeah. Uh, with his partner Arnold, uh, not related, uh, mm, not Hopkins. Not pictured. Yeah, created <laughs> pictured. created a theme park of sorts. Arnold of the Hey World. Arnold uh, fame. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, right. of the Hey Arnolds. Our football headed hero. Yeah. So Anthony Hopkins and his partner created Westworld, a theme park where the rich can go. This is, by the way, in the future when we can, you know, create robots and you know everybody has a lot and of money then and whatever. Have sex with them. Yeah, they can go back to the Wild West when uh, things were a little crasser and more dirty and and more violent. They could they could play act and and have sex with uh, sex with the people at the theme park and shoot people at the theme park and kill them and go on adventures. And by people at the theme park, I of course mean the robot hosts that we design and build and operate and maintain. And so, if you oh. were to shoot a robot host, it would look like it would bleed, but then. In the night, our team of trained professionals would take that robot host, sew up their wounds, get them back out operation, and it resets the next day. So you can do whatever you want to these robots. Yeah. Uh, the guns shoot only the robots. You can't shoot a, a person like a human with the gun. And so, you know, you could try. Because magic. Because computer magic. Yeah, because magic. magic. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, there's uh, Anthony Hopkins. There's the team of people that work, uh, you know, at the theme park in the offices designing things. So there's like story editors. Jeffrey Wright is the big, uh, he's the head of creating the robots, I think. Yeah, something like that. Um, And there's a robot behaviorist or programming the robots at least. And there's a robot behaviorist under him who's this plucky uh, young woman who is Sometimes kisses the robots. Yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah, she does that. She kissed yeah. Maeve one time, I think. She did. That's true. And she also yeah. she's also the head in charge of blackmail so far. She's the only blackmailer we've seen. 
<laughs> yeah. And they also have like security bros. There's like a security bro guy. Yeah. Who's, who's kind of cool. And but in the in the park, these robots, there's like uh the main robot is Dolores, and that's Evan Rachel Wood. And she's uh you know, wears a blue dress and she's blonde and young and beautiful, and she lives on her daddy's farm and and she's just sort of the she's the ingenue. Just so charming, yeah. She just chooses yeah. to see the beauty in this world. Yeah, she lo- yeah, she chooses to see the beauty in this world. And then there uh, her opposite almost uh in many ways is Maeve Tandy Newton who is the uh head prostitute at the brothel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she knows all the ugliness of the world. And let's see there's Teddy, there's James Marsden who was Cyclops in the X-Men movies and he's sort of James Marsden's only claim to fame. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, no, no. He His was best also work. in Yeah. And and uh, like the 27 dresses. He yeah. Was, he was a, and he was in he, Enchanted. Yeah. That's right. And yeah, he plays like hero, uh, you know, the robot that he is, is in the role of this like protagonist, maybe like sort of straw man guy who uh, in a lot of the times and adventures gets hurt or killed. Yeah, he's the Kenny else. of this show. Yeah. This theme yeah. Park. Well, it's he just, does if, get yeah. beat up a lot. This show has a lot of Kennys. Yeah, I think, <laughs> but I think Kenny has Kenny the worst lot so far. Yeah. He seems to get... Well, Maeve's dad, though. Oh, uh uh, Dolores' dad? Maeve's dad or Dolores' dad? Oh, I'm dad. sorry. Dolores' dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maeve's yeah. dad that we've never seen. Yeah, so they'll do things yeah, like they have this not narrative. not great. <laughs> no. They do this thing where they have like all these mini scripted adventures where like you get near the farm and it's nighttime uh, and Dolores, your company Dolores back to her farm and bad guys, bandits, have raided the farm and they're shooting Dolores' parents and they're robbing the place. Every and so you have to like to protect night. Dolores's. Yeah. Oh man! So you show up and and you're supposed to kill these bandits and and rescue Dolores from this danger, and you know it makes you feel like a hero. Sometimes you, like, you don't. Yeah, and then, that's that's yeah. very true. So you've got these robots. So Chris, this, like, is a, this seems like a wonderful world. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> well, for instance, we have people like Ed Harris, um, and I don't know if it's going wrong. Well, okay, never mind. Let's talk about the what's going wrong. They imbue these robots with a lot of personality. And they these robots have been different roles. For instance, Maeve, before she was a head prostitute, was cast as sort of a, a rancher woman and has a memory of some uh, yeah. Native American assault and, and some other stuff like that. And so these robots are supposed to reset every time they either die or the adventure resets or something else like that. But they don't always reset. And in fact, some of these robots like Maeve and Dolores are starting to remember things that they shouldn't be remembering and starting to question the reality of this fake world that they're in. And this is an expansive park. It's hundreds of acres. It's the old West. They've done an amazing job recreating everything. This looks for all the world like a real place. But underneath, there's the basement and all the offices and everything. And there's this other place that they go when they're being reset. They're starting to have memories of that sort of thing. And it's, yeah, uh, the robots are becoming aware. They're getting Truman showed real hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So there's that. And then there's also the people who visit the park. And so there's like the people who work on the robots, the robots, and the people who visit the park. And the people who visit the park, sometimes they're just like bros out for cowboys adventures, like White Hat and Black Hat, which is what I call them on the show. That's what people call them. They don't have names. They do. uh, No, I I know they have names. No, I know. But uh, so Black Hat and White Hat is also what the park officially calls whether you decide to be a good guy or a bad guy. Right. And so the guy who's been there before chooses Black Hat because he's there for the violence and the sex and all the like all the action. And White Hat guy is like he's a married guy, kind of a little bit of a dweeb. And, uh, And, you know, just like doesn't. Black Hat's sister. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so he doesn't want really all the violence and stuff. He's just kind of in it for the experience. And so he chooses a white hat. And first they go on a good guy adventure. And black hat is so bored because good guy adventures are just about feeling good, basically. And then they go on some bad guy adventures. And white hat maybe becomes more of a gray hat, at least. His hat is browning. Yeah, Yeah, he's not. He's not. a. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And then there's Ed Harris. And I, I brought him up before. Ed Harris is a very, very wealthy man who comes to the park all the time and not just for the cowboy adventures he is trying he thinks there's a greater mystery <laughs> he wants to, to die the park i think yeah i think he wants i think he wants or I have, I have a fan theory about this okay great okay but uh what he's trying to do just like he's always trying to solve a puzzle so he treats it like a video game where he'll just shoot whoever whenever as far as these robots and like he'll cut off their scalp and look for a maze on the back like it's a Cracker Jack box. box. Well, okay, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a, the way you say it makes it sound like a terrible plan yeah, except he, he finds right. it. Yeah, except yeah. He, he appears to be right and that's what's really weird too and the maze may have been left by Anthony Hopkins' uh, partner Arnold who, uh, who had died some years back. So in the uh, park. he killed himself shortly before the park opened. You make yeah. it sound like he was crushed beneath a wagon wheel or you know, <laughs> okay, he malaria. killed himself. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he died in the park, which is supposed to be hard to do. Yeah, and the robots, they cannot ever uh harm the the humans. Um they can sort of like, you know, shove them and stuff like that, punch but him, Oh, there's a lot of punch and some up. good choking. Yeah, there's some punching, but you the humans aren't supposed to be able to be killed in the park. And like the right. guns don't work on them and you know all this stuff. So it's um mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, the robots are becoming more aware. There's, you know, this puzzle that is slowly being uh, figured out, and it might have something to do with what the robots are remembering and what the robots are are becoming aware about. And uh, it's a really complicated world. Um, yeah, I, so, I feel like we should probably wrap this summary just because it's yeah. only going to make it more confusing. Just imagine and what you just heard the from the hospitality Chris. industry. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine what you just heard from Chris with like 42 other mysteries. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I just wanted to give an overview. So no, it's so good. Know. I'm just saying that. Just, yeah. I was just. I was like feeling crushed by the weight of plot that's happened already, and I didn't. I hadn't realized yeah. that before. There's so much going on. Um, There's a ton going on. But the important thing is, it's a sex robot theme park in the old west, and yeah, they have longer memories than you'd really like your sex robot to have, considering the right. shit she's been through. Yeah. Yeah. The important thing is. The super wealthy. How can we entertain them? They already go to Dubai. They have super secret crazy golf courses. They have yeah. mega mansions, but they need to escape yeah. somehow. They have where secrets. can we take them that they haven't been already? They have yeah. secret what? basement restaurants in Germany where they eat people. What? 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 Don't <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Westworld. So let's start here. Um, let's pretend we were stuck in an elevator with Tanya. Um, and let's just do our very, uh, like an initial hand raise. Like, how hey, are you guys Tanya, feeling about no, the show? No, I'm not claustrophobic. No, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going up to 732 as well? Let's talk. We have a minute. So, uh, how are you guys? So, as you. I'm going to eat this fish sandwich. You so. Oh, you're a terrible <laughs> elevator guest. <laughs> um, how did you also microwave it in the elevator? <laughs> you know, fish sandwiches make you gassy. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, man, this fantasy got real bad real fast. Um, I'm, I was just liking that we were all in business casual. Anyway, sure. so... Uh, no pants? Hey, That's right. Hey. Oh, all right. Man, as, so as. We have crazy no pants fish sandwich guy over here. Obviously, he works on the West Coast. You guys... Um, so I also know that Ez likes it, but is sometimes a little intense and has to get himself psyched up to see it. How are you guys feeling about it right now? Well, I'm curious what everyone's 
experiences with prestige HBO programming have been? Like, are you, are you, uh, Alex? I know you're Game of Thrones zing. Oh no, I'm. I I <coughs> gave up. Are you anti Thrones? I but he, I got off that train. I oh, watched three seasons. I've never felt like a show hated me the way Game of Thrones hates me. Mm. <laughs> I don't like, think they hate you. Just they love it when you're sad. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think that's similar. Uh, yeah. Game of Thrones just wants to hurt my feelings for no reason. Like that's true. the 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 theme of Game of that's Thrones true. seems to be <laughs> if you like someone they die and if you hate them they live forever and I just don't need to be in that world. Well, some people hmm. die also. I think it's mostly. Well, but most only when they're die. replaced by somebody much worse. <laughs> okay. but instantly. Alex, but Alex, other than Game of Thrones, you I know you've enjoyed Deadwood. You watched oh, Deadwood. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, you know, I did you, not like. You've... I did not love The Sopranos. Actually, I'm one of the few people who did not like Sopranos. Um, but I, I'm but generally like... so I'm generally into HBO prestige program for sure. Um, and and Game of Thrones I recognize as brilliant. I just it's not for me because I would like to be happier. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Mm-hmm. You but, want to be happier, so watch some Deadwood. I mean, Deadwood is awesome. I love Deadwood, and it's not. Like in in Deadwood, it's like the people you think are evil sometimes are not as evil, and that doesn't happen in Game of Thrones. They just well, get it evil does or... happen in Westworld. Yeah, Westworld's fascinating. Um, yeah. How do you guys I... feel about HBO Prestige programming? As uh, well, so I like there's there's the stuff that I know I'm supposed to like, uh, but it takes some time to get into sometimes. Like for me, like the first season of The Wire was pretty slow actually. Um, yeah, but oh, the there's wire. also like yeah, the, but there's stuff that that's like when it's like oh yeah no this is like. This is like the this is elevated trash basically, uh, which is I think kind of what they go for with Game of Thrones. It's like it's it's yeah. the soapiest thing that's really really well done, and like you're like mm-hmm. oh man, this is like production value is so high, it's like all intricate, but it's like it's it's so it's a soap opera. You just like you yeah. just get to have like it's just the it's a it's like a distilled version. It's like a it's like a fancy donut. If you're, <laughs> if you're talking about this like other things that you would like if you like this or vice versa i guess the other thing i should say is that i like everything the nolans do oh uh, what have they yeah. done well Inception, i mean the prestige which you when you refer to prestige program it makes me laugh because yeah he this uh the the literal, literal, the literal the prestige yeah the prestige which oh is, is this christopher nolan so it's this? christopher jonathan nolan's nolan. brother jonathan nolan who co-wrote most of the nolan movies so oh, okay. so he did the prestige they wrote the prestige together they wrote interstellar um memento the batman mm. batman movies um from the writer of interstellar doesn't make me well no but the prestige is like my is my favorite film of all times uh, i love the prestige the most and so and this has got a real prestige feel to it i think yeah definitely you know in a lot of ways like yeah. half these people might be twins that yeah how many copies of these sex robots do they have right yeah you know? there's maybe Alex, cloning questions. you might want to check out person of interest because like that was also that yeah was, this that was that was, that was uh his his show and people really like person of interest i had not yeah. heard much about it but apparently it's really good yeah yeah sci-fi with know. a lot of mysteries they yeah i don't know I, I i feel like this gets more into the like we are so proud of ourselves programming yeah. level that like is a little hard to take from time to time. I mean, how do you not so HBO smug. gave you or Warner Brothers gave you a hundred million dollars? How do you not be proud of yourself? Like yeah. you did it. Yeah, you got no, so I know. much money. Uh, but there's just there's something I I don't know. There was a point, and and maybe it's just because I hadn't like seen a lot of this stuff before. Like the first time I watched Six Feet Under, like the you know that opening sequence from digital kitchen is just completely insane and so fabulous Mm -hmm. and i think at this point i'm sort of like oh it's a metaphor like (laughs) everything feels very like oh look the park is in their eye and like there's just there's something a little bit less like 
Well, the Nolans sort of also do like to be really on the nose with their metaphors. I mean, like... This is probably why The Prestige is not my favorite movie of all time. I don't think The Prestige is as mu- as bad of it as... But, uh, but like, uh, yeah, the black hat, white hat is pretty on the nose. And uh, I don't know. A lot of the names are like, this is the Greek god of I'm about to be revealed as your twin. You know, like, they're real... Yeah. They do yeah, some name things. Yeah, there's US. there's something about that, but then also playing keep away with like every like plot revelation that Codes. that is there's that combination rubs me the wrong way every time. And this and again, this thing that I got out earlier of like, oh, gosh, poor white men are just having another hard time. They wanted to escape one reality and now the reality they made to escape is just not as good as they thought it could be. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like, we've got some real shit to deal with here, guys. Stop escaping to fuck robots in the Old West. No, but That's... they've already dealt with all the shit. <laughs> yeah, it's the future. Everything's better. Yeah, we might have fixed it by then. Remember, I, I, uh, I, I, the man I... in black literally saved that guy's sister's blank. You know... I have to say, though, if we've solved this many things, we're already we're like hip deep in like trying to solve everything we deem a mental problem. You don't think that this level of deviancy is something we want to address with things other than like weirdly humanistic robots? We do have a new fetish that is like (laughs) supination, but... um, Or maybe this is the way they deal with it is they find out if you're evil and then when you try to leave the park, they arrest you. And black yeah, guy. I would love to. Yeah, maybe see the solid enforcement conclusion. strategy. I just like. I want to see the receipts. I want to see the credit card machine. I want like. <laughs> I want like more than like some sort of robot that offers to fuck future? you and then lets you choose between two colors of hat and that's how you decide if you're good or bad. Oh, hold on a second. Those are not colors. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean they're not two colors? Hat types. Yeah, Sorry, well, I'm just saying black, black and white are not colors. Yeah, they are. <laughs> this has been read and weep color theory. <laughs> uh, so, Tanya, it seems like you're clearly not raising your hand right this now. This is the problem, though, is like when I thought it was going to be about a robot ser- serial killer like three episodes ago, I turned to Chris and was like, they got me. <laughs> like, and you're I like, was next super episode, they lost me. <laughs> yeah. And then. I oh, you didn't like the, the girl with the snake tattoo and all that? Oh, I, yeah. I, well, while she lasted, I did like her. Yes. She'll be back. But I just. Yeah, I'm they're robots. Back. They come back. Yeah, I guess this is, I mean, and yeah, and yes, there's something sort of entertaining about like the Groundhog Day element of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also something sort of frustratingly incompetent about all of this. Like, oh, I'm sure we wiped the memory this time. <laughs> and then like every single time they didn't actually do it. You know what? I found the solution, guys. Having Better. sex with them, having sex with them should wipe the memory because that's what they keep on doing no matter what. Right. So just put the reset button like you know in a orifice of some kind, and oh, then we're good boy. to go. All right. Um, I <laughs> no. But did you really? Did you long press the home button, or was that several <laughs> short presses? Because <laughs> now we're back where we started. Yeah. Also, they keep well. So okay. So I, it is. It would be. I think it would be an ungenerous interpretation to say that it was sloppy that they are not wiping the memories. I think it's clear. It's somewhat clear at this point that a piece of programming wants them to remember. And yeah, so but there's like, something, how is it that nobody who works on this thing has actually like thought of that or is like willing to, like they're all too busy, like staring into space, reviving birds and like fucking each other to actually think like, gosh, I guess there's something more sinister at work here. I mean, code review is really hard. It's right, really but, like, who's actually doing it. Mostly <laughs> no, they're just all like yelling at each other about politics in like a series of glossy rooms. Sure. <laughs> 
I don't know. You think that people at Disneyland, like the the executives, are like, I wonder why the re- the like third turn on the pirate animatronics elbow is not as solid as it should be. No, like, they're they're like, litigious world. I would hope that someone is worrying about somebody's that, worrying yes. about that, and they are people like the that plucky young girl who kissed Maeve. She has she thinks some real sinister shit is going on, but she's not being listened to because she's not a high enough ranking executive. And the high level people just and care sexism. about the money. Yeah, and I was maybe sexism. Say, mm, and the guy who's reviving a bird is just a butcher. He'll never be anything but a butcher. Well, if you listen to his coworker slash dad, yes, which yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such a strange, such a weird thing to yell at your colleague. Like you'll never be anything but this. Yeah, like, he, that's that guy. I is don't second. want your life. He's, like I don't know if maybe he's a going hostile to workplace. It's a very hostile workplace. He's, that guy is definitely in my boys. pile. That guy's definitely in my pile of people who are not as good as act, at acting as Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Guys, guys. So since this is kind of, I feel like this is more like a reality show. Can we do like the Top Chef? Like who's going to be in the winner's circle? Yeah, like we can do that. Okay, we can do that yeah. in lightning bonus round if you want. Okay, great. Thank you. I want to know who's going to make it all the way. <laughs> uh, so I guess just to sort this out, as we can move on. Uh, we have so many games to play and so many things. But I, uh, Chris, where are you feeling? It seems like Tanya's hand is not raised, and I'm raising my hand enthusiastically. What are you up to? My hand is raised three quarters, um, so definitely more than fifty percent. I I I like it. Uh, I think it's cool. I don't know how good it is yet, and so like just because of all the the like, I want to see where the plot's going a bit more. Yeah, but it is very cool, and it's very cool to look at. And uh, I love uh, you know, like I said in my opening comment. I mean, the people who are pretending to be robots do such a convincing job. Yeah, that, and and. Uh, evoke such empathy you know and, and you feel for them and you, and you want them, you know i don't know i want dolores to figure out what's going on but i also suspect that dolores based on last week might be turning into a super villain yes so we'll see yes <laughs> um i guess so i guess one, my theory on that is that this show would be a thousand times better on netflix because if the whole series dropped right now and because it feels like with the mysteries and stuff it's the perfect show to watch in a weekend and just destroy yourself watching all of it. And then you would know if it was good or not. But the fact that no one knows if it's good or not at this point, I think, is what's leading to just way too much talk about terrible theories. Instead of just like letting the show wash over you and enjoying it, everyone's trying to solve it like it was making a murderer. And yeah. uh, I think that is taking some of the fun out of it. So like, if we could just watch it today, you could know if you liked it or not. And then maybe whatever happens in season seven or in episode seven, like really justifies a bunch of stuff that we've seen and clears up some of these issues we have, but we don't get to know for another month. Mm, But this is interesting because I think that also gets at like what makes a show good. Is it the payoff or is it the entire experience of the show? Because if you're, you know, if you're working for the weekend while watching a show, like, do you know what I mean? Like if it's like, oh man, episodes one through nine were just horrible. And then episode 10, like everything made sense. Finally, like, is that fun? Like that seems like Arrested Development season uh, four or whatever, you know, like that's the same thing where you're like, oh, at the end it all makes sense. But does that make the whole thing good? No. So I I guess, I mean, I don't think that those are the only two options because I'm thoroughly enjoying it right now, except for the waiting. But if you were like, hey, the like you watched the first two thirds of the prestige and then they were like, the next one will come out in October. Like that would be a much harder way to watch that movie. And I feel like this is built as one story where you need to keep watching it in a way that some some shows are not. Like, I think mm-hmm. a lot of shows are more episodic, and this is just a 10-hour movie. And so yeah. we're being forced to stop in the middle of a 10-hour movie. 
Right, but also that's what keeps you coming back, and that's what you know they're kind of counting on. It's like, oh man, I want to see the next bit. Yeah, well, but I, I'm committed I think to the I, whole I thing. I like that this is episodic, and I, I kind of, I, I think I have some sort of begrudging respect for HBO and like continuing to be episodic in the face of endless binge watching, uh-huh. because there is something really beautiful about the way that television can, you know. Every, every episode has its own, you know, in a lot of cases, a different director. There's kind of a different mood. We're taking on different elements of this world. And it's really, uh, to me, it's pleasing to get this taste and then to like go over and like mull on it and then come back. I think that was more effective in something like True Detective season one. But, yeah. but still, like there's something enjoyable about that to me. I forgot True Detective. That's another prestige show that I loved. Ez, where's your mm-hmm. hand? Uh, I think it's pretty high. <laughs> You know, yeah, as, hey, no, no, we've been talking a lot about sex robots. Hands on the table. Hands just on. <laughs> My hands are totally visible, and I, I don't like that accusation. <laughs> Listen, when we were in the elevator earlier, you were doing a lot of genius stuff. You had no stuff. pants. No pants. And we're fish- microwaving <laughs> numerous fish sandwiches. Are we still in this elevator? <laughs> yeah, I- this ride is taking a while. Oh man. We've uh, been in the elevator I, so long, we should be flashing back to earlier episodes. You remember the, <laughs> guys, remember we got in the elevator? That was a good time. Uh, all right, well, let me just, let me just um, yeah, uh, start on my second uh, tuna fish sandwich. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, no, I, I, I like the show. Tuna my tuna ha- fish. Hot tuna <laughs> uh, my, my hand is... I guess it's going to be a tuna is, melt. Yeah, that's all right. That's a hot that's tuna. Previously on Tuna Melt Elevator. <laughs> <laughs> My 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 hand is up. Uh, like I I I'm I'm a fan. Like even like even if this is if this is bad, this is my kind of bad. Um, I'm 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 very much on board with like I, I when I when I heard the the pitch of like like old west robots and like identity crises, like I was like, oh man, I'm I'm very much in. Yeah, like, this is this is all the this is my this is my Don, Dante's Cove. It's like, it's <laughs> I don't think it's anywhere near Dante's Cove, but no, I, yeah. But for, I, for, for, for but this what is... Tanya felt about it, taking all of her boxes. This is this is this ticks <laughs> right. my boxes. This ticks okay. my boxes. So you're, you're in. You love it. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. So Sweet. I guess then before before we move on, and this is yeah, this is already pretty deep. But before we move on, I guess the next thing I want to talk about is um, is the park itself and your thoughts on the park. So it seems clear, Tanya, that you don't think that this is po- plausible. And I don't know if it's plausibility so much as I just like get frustrated at the idea that this is the next logical step oh. in any world. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know if it's not, it, has, too. it doesn't have to be a logical step. It can just be a step that Anthony Hopkins took and then people well, paid for it. I mean, just, the crazy thing is like, I think, Tony, is what you're saying. Like, okay, yeah, if you want to make sex robots, that's one thing. But like, how could you get bored of sex robots so much that you need to make them all Old Westy? Like, that's the <laughs> weird thing to me. <laughs> well, I... I mean, I think this is kind of like one of those classic uh, instances where the the a bad use of the sex robots caused a lot of invention that could be used for other sex robots. So, like when he first started making the park, they couldn't pass the Turing test for their sex robots. So he's the private sector is really innovating in a way that is going to pay off for everybody. So you're is saying there, this is oh, like Velcro, right? Yep. Wait, is there a boning test where it's like you can convincingly have sex with a thing? Sure. Yeah. I think this really seems like one then. giant Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think I, I saw somebody say that this like Black Mirror. This is like uh, if a Black Mirror episode was ten hours long. Yeah, yeah. there's a certain element of <laughs> and that. cowboy based. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I I just, I think that like the the park as a as a concept, it doesn't have to be a logical step for me, but it is a fascinating one. And I mean, obviously, it's just bonkers. As he, one guy says, forty thousand dollars a day, which 
there's no way that would be enough money to cover. Like, they have to Roomba every spot of blood out of the dirt every day. So crazy, yeah. Just like, the, yeah. I mean, just the blood, because they have real blood. The people, the robots you shoot bleed real blood for some reason, so it's just well, like... They bleed something that's consistent with yeah, like, I, looking like blood. No, but then they, it's I also, think they, I think it's in, interchangeable, because we know that James Marsden gets re-upped by... That's true. But I think in 5, he said that they are real blood. They are bones and, and skin and blood, like or, organic blood. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I it's just, exactly human blood, but their CFO is that is that the is that the woman who's having sex with, with Jeffrey Wright? But like wh- whoever's in charge I of the money she on seems this seems like a CFO. Right? Maybe I don't. I would love an org chart to be completely <laughs> yeah, of be really Delos. helpful. Yeah. Because also, like, what's their HR department like? I, I just have so many questions. There's definitely some HR issues there, yeah. And, like, who, like, somebody needs a desk. Like, <laughs> like where, where well, are the know, rest no, of the open, employees? it's an open yeah. floor plan. It's, it's a lot more, uh... No, but it's know. glass, so it's a closed yeah. but visible floor this plan. This is this bullshit, like, minority report, where it looks right. so cool when Tom Cruise is using that computer, but you would never want to do right. that with your arms right. for more than, like, five minutes. Yeah, this is exactly right. You're, the, the, every office is just clear glass. There's no blinds for anybody. But it's yeah. it's great. It's one of those classic ways of like this. You know, this is the future. Just like their flashlights all have three beams, so you're like, oh wow, the future <laughs> is luminescent. Three light bulbs. That's pretty cool. That's a crazy flashlight. Yeah, we just have a glass fish tank full of uh, robot naked dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the bodies is another such a crazy thing. So they're real organic matter, flesh and blood with computer brains. You shoot them. And then they just they have like amateur surgeons who just Ugh. spend all day pulling bullets out and sewing up bleeding robot wounds. <laughs> what a job! I don't see how this yeah. will work, but unless you know we have like the the, the Nike sweatshop <laughs> or the um, yeah the the blackmail shop. With, yeah, we're just we just aren't seeing the blackmail booth on the way out. That's all we're missing. Everything, Everything else, else makes, makes sense. I, yeah, I guess I I do want like I want to see like what their marketing campaign is like. Like this is oh, is this like can. a secret club or is this like you can go to their website and be like oh. so HBO like, has put a ton into the website, and so oh. you if you go to the the website of it, which I'm assuming is Westworld.com. I can't remember what it was. Oh, it's DiscoverWestworld.com. Um, oh, okay, it is a. Uh, it's like the marketing of Westworld is what the website is. It's the website equivalent of a sex doll. Is this? <laughs> you sound really impressed. <laughs> no, well, I mean, it's I, it's a beautiful website, but it's like it it is the marketing campaign for Westworld. And, oh, that's cool. And you know, it's like, and it looks like a very high end hotel. It's like there's a little chat window that's like, "Hey, I'm Aiden, your Westworld host. Got any questions for me?" And then it shows you different options of like how you can play the park, like if you want. The family thing, the different experiences, and the photography yeah. is really brilliant. I mean, that nice like villa where they're just like harvesting agave, and you get to hang out and eat some yeah. good food. Yeah, yeah, Sounded yeah, wonderful. And but like the marketing campaign is like no judgments, no questions, infinite choices. We offer complete discretion, you know, and and fall complete in love or plunge male. into lust in Westworld. There are no safe words. It's just I think it's really solid. It's, it's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, and All there's right. and there's like a stay. You can like book your hotel room. Uh, Except it's not largely available. Mm. There's like one day in in December you could book. Anyway, <laughs> huh? Maybe it's a clue. I guess yeah. So assuming like okay, so it is possible. We're all doing this. Woohoo! Um, how are we feeling about like the disturbances, the disturb disturbances, and like all of the you know, the herky jerky robot problems? 
I'm I mean, it them? seems like uh, what are my choices? <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is that's what the show is. So yeah. yes, it seems like it helps the plot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like the well. So I love the idea of like semi-conscious robots like discovering that they have more like control over their lives than they thought. Like, I think that's a really fun concept. I like the way. Ah, so into it, into it. On board. Hand raise. You can see one of my hands. Welcome back to Adventures in Meatburg, where we profile the exciting lives of Meat Buddies, our friends who donate to the show. You too can support the podcast and get to be in one of these not usually flattering but kind of fun anyway ads by donating to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies. Oh no, Meatbot! I've made a terrible mistake. What did you do? Well, I I got kind of lonely. And? Well, you've just been so busy lately, and I really needed a friend, so I made one. What? You made a friend? Yeah, I kind of have a PhD in advanced robotics. Did I never tell you that? You somehow neglected to mention it. Yeah, my bad. Anyway, so I created a sex robot to keep me company, but when I was designing it, I modeled it after my favorite person. Do you see where this is going? I think I do. Let me me bring out my sex robot. Come on out here, Meatbot. Hello, Meatbot. Hello, Meatbot. You, you see my problem? You, you're you too similar, and now I can't tell you two apart. You know, my sex robot girlfriend and my friend slash mayor. I am Meatbot. I am Meatbot. But I am the mayor. That is a sex robot. I am not a sex robot. You are a sex robot. You see? What what do I do? Floop. Thank goodness you're here. Newest Meat Buddy, Wendy Witten. Oh, glad to be here. I, I've gotten myself in a real pickle, Wendy. Maybe you can help. I sure can. I'm actually a specialist at telling sentient sex robots from real people. But we're both robots. Oh, good point. Well, my secondary specialty is telling sex robots from normal robots. It's like the Turing test, but for sex robots. Oh, that's a relief. But why isn't my sex robot just telling me it's a sex robot? That's just it. No good sex robot thinks it's a sex robot. That would take the fun out of it. It thinks it's a normal robot that also enjoys sex. I do enjoy sex. Me too. I'm pretty into it. See? Oh, man. This sure is a conundrum. So what's your way of telling them apart? Simple. I'm going to cut you in half. (laughs) Oh, no! No, don't cut him in half. It is me. I'm the sex robot. Interesting. And what does the other one have to say? Oh, my God. I want to have sex with that hot chainsaw. That's the one. Sex robots love chainsaws. Huh. Who knew? I did. I'm Wendy Witten, and I know everything about sex robots. If you two will excuse me, my new girlfriend, the chainsaw, and I have stuff to do. Well, now that you know I'm the real meatbot, I guess everything's back to normal. Well, not exactly. Oh, great. What's wrong now? Well, first, my new sex robot just ran off with a chainsaw. And the second problem? I made like 200 other sex robots. Hi, how are you? Good. It is nice to see you. You as well. Hey, do not forget about me. I am definitely not a sex robot. Me neither. Want to have sex? Sure. Go to readdashweep.com slash meatbuddies to donate today. A small donation keeps our show floating down the tracks and supports super important art just like this. 
Hey, wait up. I want to go too. You can stay here with me, big boy. Or me. I am going to go back to being mayor. Us too. Me buddies, 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 me buddies. Great work. <laughs> Yay. You, you, you handled that as real well. Yeah, man. I was trying to make it real <laughs> sexy like for you. It was such a sexy chainsaw noise. <laughs> It's, yeah, Indeed. some bedroom gas power. Sound <laughs> bedroom gas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, it's time for the game of lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. This might not be super lightningy, but we'll try it. Um, the first thing that I want to talk about is fan theories. So I think this show, as much as any in recent memory, is just just fodder for Reddit to come up with a bunch of dumb explanations. Sure. And some of them might be true. Yeah, hard Some to say at this point. One of them has um, to be, right? Well, I mean, no timeline of the events is ever explicitly explained in this show. For right, right. So yeah, that's one of the main ones. Is there's a time, a bunch of questions about the timeline, um, and that is interesting and fun. I guess my first thought is, are you guys up? My first question is, are you guys thinking about? Uh, are you up on on fan theories? I don't know. Have theirs. you guys checked any mine. of this out? No, I've not been up on many. Um, I heard one in the elevator one time. <laughs> what was the one you heard in the elevator? <laughs> Was it about um, where the microwave came from? It was very like it was very convoluted and time travelly, but it was that the man in the white hat is like early days Ed Harris, yeah. which I think is insane. So that's one and of the most com- so the two most common theories that I've I've heard are that they're sort of related, but one is that there's we're not watching one timeline, we're watching multiple timelines. So yeah. not not like time travel timelines, but like one of these stories that we're watching takes place 30 years before the other story. Right. So the mm-hmm. interviews with the robots take place at a different time than the t- what you oh, see. Wow. In the right. And Ed Harris is at a different time than the two cowboys with hats. So mm-hmm. and that that is seeming close. I mean, like there's something going on with in different times. That seems like hard to argue with at this point. Um, but right. part of that now, the extension of that is that the man in black is some character from the other story. The most common one being that it's White Hat from that pair is that he s- goes through some change that causes him to become Ed Harris, oh. right? Um, and the way that he picked up the can of milk for her, uh, right, it, it, says you know, some was similar to. Well, you know, wait, like maybe wait, there's, didn't Ed Harris say though that he was coming? He'd been coming there like practically grew up in this park. Well, yeah, he said he was basically born there. Which, if he used to be a boring square exe- vice president, and now he's a cool murderer, he was born there. Okay. That's the theory. And one of the key, the, one of the keys for like the different timelines is that the logos change. There's oh, like a, a different Westworld logo when the young cowboys walk in than there is later. Oh, and that one of the problems is when there's this many storylines, and also when you know the show was like three years delayed and eighty million dollars over budget and had to do a ton of reshoots. It's possible they just like fucked up the logos. Right, and something that they just like the production supervisor didn't catch it during pickups. Yeah, although and, and that's there's crazy to think about though something that major. Well, so it's I just yeah. can't imagine. And and HBO has said that that's not what happened with the logo. So the like there the official Westworld Twitter tweeted, um, "Notice how the logos change? Isn't that interesting?" Or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's been an official hint about that. Yeah, that's that's the sort of continuity error that I just refuse to be like, oh, what? But there, I think there could be some things that could be continuity errors. Um, and because like the the pilot was shot like a year and a or the second episode was shot a year and a half before the pilot was reshot or something crazy like that. So 
there's a bunch of weird mm. shit going on. But anyway, so that's one theory is the timelines. And then the other one is like, who is the man in black? Is he one of the other characters we know? Mm. And that what happened in the park to cause that, which is fine. But I guess what's so I, I guess you guys are. I admire you for not knowing these things. Well, now I, I know it, so um, you don't admire us anymore. Well, no, no, but the curiosity is real. <laughs> it would, yeah. I'm so, well. This is the thing is, I was so curious that I dove into this world, and I feel like it's taken away my some of my enjoyment of the show. Because huh. now I'm trying so hard to spot things instead of just like letting the West wash over me. Sure. Mm. <laughs> and how the West was washed. That's some good rind on you. <laughs> tiny mm. robots, uh, tiny Roombas that washed everything. Um, I will say that there is there's an element of like feeling like you're supposed to be getting something yeah like like while watching something that I there are times when I love it and there are times when I'm like ah like I don't (laughs) this is so stupid (laughs) I don't want my tv to make me feel dumb no no (laughs) I totally get that I am usually pretty good at like oh there's a twist ending just being like what and not feeling bad for not catching it but now yeah. Reddit is making me feel bad, I guess. So normally I would just be like, yeah. whoa, what a fun surprise, instead of trying to solve the mystery. And well, now and Reddit's think, trying to make me solve the mystery. I think maybe don't Reddit as much. That's what I, I'm going to stop doing. Can, can I think I, I might stop Redditing this? it. Stay off of 538 yeah. also, guys. I know you won't need to by the time this episode comes <laughs> out, but like, it's not good for my health. It's No. I can't, it's I, I'm no going to say I can't change this election that much a little bit sure <laughs> maybe like one percent swing yeah. but like no other than that i can't do it so i should well within the margin of error actually <laughs> yeah yeah i might be rounded out uh yeah this is this is advice that it's too late <laughs> dang it um but thanks yeah um yeah maybe the internet's bad have we thought of that i i honestly what if that's the twist of, of the like internet. the 2000s is like what if the internet's bad yeah mm-hmm. i kind of think yeah remember that hand wringing it's it's not what great if the internet was ed harris the whole time <laughs> <laughs> yeah my theory is the ed harris is just reddit becomes ed harris well actually that's what i wanted to do now is i wanted to say so i thought our revenge could be let's come up with the worst fan theories Ooh. So let's try to explain the show with the worst theories we can. So one of Ezra's is that there's blackmail all the time. One of ours is that Ed Harris is just the personification of Reddit. Okay, okay. Um, here's a terrible fan theory yeah. uh, that won't work. Maeve and Dolores are the same person. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I love it. Uh, um, what is that based on? Uh, have you seen them together in the same place? I think we have. I'm not sure you have. I think, Maeve, yeah, because she was like standing out front of the brothel and Maeve was like, move along or they'll think all you're right, part right, of the right. merchandise. Maeve and a Cactus are the same person because we definitely haven't seen her with all the cacti at the same time. So, <laughs> Also, we have not seen her and Jeffrey Wright together. Yeah. Do you think that Jeffrey Wright is a robot? I hope so. So that's another, that's another common fan theory and I hate that theory. I don't think that's, that doesn't feel right to me, especially with his, um, his, son who passed away yeah, i just don't that's see a tragic, he's a passed away that's a tragic, son uh storyline backstory yeah. well he's also yeah. skypes with his wife so that means he's got a robot yeah, wife on his, robot yeah. skype they, they they do talk to themselves though also regular yeah, but, skype is robot uh, skype like right that's true good point good point <laughs> um <laughs> it's like pin number so yeah. repeat ourselves. <laughs> i guess i'll just help you out uh, the, robot. The, one of the other so i guess another the, one of the fan theories is that uh jeffrey wright's character is arnold Okay. So Arnold died, but his consciousness was loaded into a robot. What about oh, that no. kid? I know. Is that, I thought that kid. Yeah, might and then there's also the kid oh, who's that old timey kid, kid, the old timey kid who. Yeah, they think it, uh, people think that's the cl- a clone of Anthony Hopkins. I was a robot I did, clone. Yes. I did think it was like his younger self or something. Yes, that feels that feels you, right. He was annoyingly English. <laughs> well, and they also. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> you could just tell. He just, oh, I was just reeking of the English. But he also, like, he starts out so like sweet and, and fresh-faced, and then suddenly he's like, he knows where all the things are, and he knows where the river is on the other side of the canyon or <laughs> Kids whatever. Kids can't yeah. know where rivers are. It's, it's, <laughs> it's suspicious, kid, as no. you, you admit that that's suspicious. He's very fascinated by that strung-up dead body. I don't know. Also, yeah, he doesn't stuff. seem to have real parents, and... Um, yeah, I would. Also, like, why do him and Anthony Hopkins get along so well? One of them's way older, and or one of them's way That's younger. Suspicious. It's fine. You can hang out with with grandpas, but shouldn't. That's not unless one of them's fine. a clone. Yeah, uh, clones well, are the only way. Otherwise, it's creepy. To hang out with that. Oh, well. So I don't know. This isn't. Uh, what if it's like all in the dream of a child? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Huh. What if the park's not real? Yeah, what if what if and then they woke up and this was ooh, just Jeffrey ooh, Wright wait, wait. had a bad okay, dream. Okay, so hold on a second. The original Westworld was written and directed by Michael Crichton. Uh pre-Jurassic uh-huh. Park. So what if Anthony Hopkins is the same guy as that um uh Hammond? The the other uh British uh as Richard Attenborough? Oh from yeah, Jurassic yeah. Park. yeah. Same dude. No. Yeah, that's that's yeah, good. What if, the, what if what if we just cut to Laura Dern waking up from a bad dream? <laughs> Oh, I had a bad dream. Oh, thank God, dinosaurs. Oh, phew. It's the morning. I'm off to Jurassic Park. <laughs> Crichton, everyone. Or what if Michael Crichton, like, what if the, the twist is Michael Crichton has had one idea and it's people dying in a theme park? But it was pretty good. Dude, oh. that's a pretty solid idea, Mr. Crichton. Yeah. He's just been hammering away at that idea for years and years. Honestly, way better than Congo. Oh, yeah, that was not oh, a good one. Congo. What if it's all... Oh, come on. No, they've got a. They shoot monkeys with lasers. Okay, what if this no. is all the dream of like one of the, <laughs> the laser monkeys? I loved Congo. Really? Wait, isn't Congo the one with the talking monkey? Isn't that like I'm Amy? Yeah. Drink wine. There's like a sentient. Mo- <laughs> yeah, there's a sentient monkey. I guess not that all monkeys are not. No, no, you said it. Now it's but true. she can do sign language and. Uh, oh, sorry. And ape. She's an ape. Ape. An ape. ape. Yeah, of course. Ape. Oh God. Amy oh, is so much email. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Amy. Me, ape. You die in theme park. Monkey eat you. <laughs> Crichton. Crichton. Um, Wake up, Laura. Wake up. <laughs> Sphere is misunderstood work. <laughs> Amy just defending all of Crichton's work. What else would you do? <laughs> it's just a monkey that we taught sign language so that she could defend Michael Crichton's writing. Well, why did you teach her only sign language including Andromeda strain? <laughs> yeah. It's just like a wiggly fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So that's, that's some fan theories. Uh, now let's play. Uh, this is an important game. Uh, lightning bonus round. Whoa! How Michael Crichton created ER. Also, dude. Sure. Oh, wow. Listen, Michael Crichton is the godfather of every piece of pop culture we know. And you love. know, people die in that show too. In the in the hospital theme park. <laughs> Bringing it real. <laughs> um. So okay. So now uh, lightning bonus round. So question two. Let's pretend for a second that you're a rich person in a world where there's not a lot of other political issues that you need to take care of on your vacation. Phew. How do you play the theme park? If you are in Westworld and Tanya just pretend you wanted to be there, how do you play? I try to make... I learned to ride a horse. That sounds fun. You ride a horse? A lot of them do seem like they just know how to ride a horse too quickly. Like, is there horse training we're not seeing? Yeah, it's got to be hard, as hard as surfing. Yeah, well, and- well, yeah, although if you're super wealthy, you probably already knew how to ride a horse. Guys, yeah. and also, these are robot horses, so like, is that easier or harder? Same. Probably easier, actually. Yeah, maybe same. I would think yeah. easier. Uh, also, yeah. they all know how to I... shoot guns really accurately very early on. Like, you don't see them miss, 
which seems or like or like get surprised by the like kick yeah the yeah exactly well yeah. i guess you could say these are future guns with no kick you could do a lot of magic but like i am not good at shooting i would yeah. just miss everybody yeah. Um, I have to say, I am a little baffled by what what I would want to be doing. Because it looks like it's pretty hot. And <laughs> um, so that doesn't make me happy. And I'm going to be wearing some sort of old timey get up. Yeah. And, but, uh, but bespoke old timey get up. So it fits you perfectly. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Chef's yes. kiss. Um, <laughs> that's a spicy get up. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't like some like fierce bandolier action? Oh, yeah. You could. Oh, I think oh, I'm man. so comfortable. Yeah, no, that's it. Only six bandoliers, nothing else. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this is one thing I love the equivalent of like a hobo who's wearing a bullet barrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Can I get a, a barrel? Get a barrel also <laughs> on suspenders. Yeah. Um, I guess I, suspenders. yeah, I feel like I would probably just want to like ride around shining in the countryside. I, so that's one of the things that's great about this versus like the actual old west is because it's future and magic. You could say like so it's bespoke clothing that looks like. A fierce cowboy but is made out of beautiful synthetics that are super comfortable and and it's, you could say like it looks a little hot because but the temperature is always flawless because it's so Ge- carefully guys, regulated. I know I know what I want I know what I want mm-hmm. pogs this is the this is the last what? place in the world that hasn't heard about pogs yet so I want to introduce pogs and be the cool guy who has all the cool pogs and get all the cowboys to play pogs <laughs> with me See, the trick is you release the pogs in a very controlled way. You say, no, there's only 100 pogs. Right, right. And they're, you know, they have different people's faces on it from town. So people want to collect yeah. all the pogs. And then you pull out another 100 pogs that have Pikachus on yeah. them. And, well, but and here's like, where the those pogs come from. And you're like, super rare limited. I want to be so at Here's the other the key, Chris, is the robots are programmed to fulfill your every desire. So if Ez wants to be the pog king of Sweetwater, they are prepared to let not that just happen. Sweetwater, Pariah also. <laughs> those robots not aren't just prepared they're enthusiastically supportive they're like of wow the pogs Pog what a cool guy <laughs> and then i want them to teach me magic the gathering because I, I when it switched over to magic the gathering i never understood it it's too complicated That's you, no one understands that game oh um, also also i want them to write me a different ending to lost <laughs> okay <laughs> every desire sure. 100 sex robots um, and 100 typewriters yeah <laughs> I do like that idea is that they're not just there for my sexual gratification. They're just there to compliment my creative no, no, work. No, no, Alex. Those things are sexual for me still. Yeah, sure. Okay, like, so we have sex and then Maeve rolls over and is like, you just, you write the best jokes. <laughs> you were really good with just that. Just really like your writing style. Yeah. You're the most unique voice of our generation. You have so many pogs, Ezra. It's so great. <laughs> Wow, Ezra, the way you just pressed my reset button over and over, it was like a slammer. <laughs> Thank you for that Pog oh, reference. No. So specific. <laughs> yeah. We are a lightning bonus round. Well, no, so let's hear some... Uh, now we're going to go to the fans. Here's some ways they'd play the park. Um, Jen Allen on Twitter said, uh, Total villain, because I'm not in real life, so it'd be fun to live with no consequences. That seems to be one of the things Westworld is aiming at, is they want you to have a no-consequence villainous experience. Um, sure. And I've heard, pe- so I've, I've heard people argue that uh there aren't enough people who just want to watch very realistic robots die and then which was that's kind of my theory is like i don't like they're too real i don't want to watch them bleed and cry and scream like that takes all the fun out of like see them stacked up like cordwood in some sort of like giant shower yeah it's also kind of bizarre and terrible would you watch i think that's behind the scenes but the best pog players in the world with a tournament (laughs) 
No. Okay. Under any I'll circumstances. I'll keep on workshopping this. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I and. I also feel like so. Then the answer to some that people would say is like violent video games. There's a lot of people who want to play like um, uh, Grand Theft Auto, and they just want to walk around shooting things. And I think one of the reasons why that's okay is because they don't look like real people who are bleeding on you and screaming. Why did you shoot me? <laughs> that's the first the question anyone has who gets shot. Well, I guess in this case, their stories tell them why, and they're like, "Oh, I deserve that." I'm Wyatt. <laughs> Another th- popular thing people say after they've been shot. <laughs> that's okay. As that's, opposed to just ow, 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 ow. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. If I'm playing Westworld, I just want anyone I shoot to go, oh, I guess I deserve that. Yeah. That would make Either it that easier. Or, or yell conscience. as, oh, I would just say like if they yell ouchies, no matter what, <laughs> that would also oh, be That oh, was very funny. Um, I guess, I, I mean, this is so boring i guess i just I, I don't think i want to be a black cat i don't think that seems fun i i like the idea of like in this game you do things that seem justified instead of you shooting people for no good reason or like because i want to steal the nitroglycerin for the wrong side of the civil war like that's not but for the right reasons yeah that's just doesn't seem like i would have nearly as much fun with that but i yeah. love the idea of just riding a horse around this beautiful canyon without it being too hot or sticky or dirty. Yeah, that seems like it could be pretty, pretty dope. Yeah, I would, I would like that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, do we have any, any we other? So many more. Okay. So Haley says on Facebook, I've thought long and hard about this. Which already, good job, Haley. Yeah. Um, good job, Haley. Way to invest. And I've decided there's nothing this part could do to not make me hate humanity. So I think I'd look around and I'd be like, this is what we choose to do with all this technolo- technology, Valor Morgalis, and then I'd probably lead the robots resistance and then accidentally ultimately create Skynet. Oh, so that's how we got it. <laughs> I love it. I always wonder how we got Skynet. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I have to say, with all the sorts of like ways that people could use like just like endlessly compassionate human like other like robot things, like there are just so many ways that this technology could be put to better use. Yeah, well, what about like this, a companion bot? Sort of, it's not. This is not to the exclusion of anything else. We didn't. We don't see the world outside it. Maybe there's a lot of I compassionate think, robots. This but is that's just the problem. Is I can't thing. help but wonder about like, are we doing all the other stuff we should be doing before? Like, it's, this is like I just keep on being like, did you do your homework? I know you have Westworld, but did you do your homework? They did say humanity? that they cured all diseases. <laughs> yeah, that's something we got around to doing. Uh, Brian on Facebook says, I would avoid anyone holding a knife or a rope, even if those fancy guns can't kill real people. There's nothing stopping Ed Harris from mistaking you for a host and slitting your throat and or hanging you from a tree. Oh. To which mm. I would say, actually, Brian, uh, and then I'll push up my glasses, yeah. and I would say they, so, they uh, have a built-in reflex uh, called the Samaritan reflex, where a robot will def- will dive in front and take any bullet for you if it's actually dangerous. Oh, wow. Um, what? Yeah, and they Why talk, do you know that? Yeah, they talk about it a little bit, and the one time we actually see it in... They, they talk like, oh, maybe it's a, an extension of that re- reflex, but where we actually see it in play is when Ed Harris pulls out his knife as if to threaten Anthony oh. Hopkins, and the slumped-over, almost-dead Teddy grabs the blade of the knife with a sudden vigor and holds it away oh, from him so, so that you can't so threaten So then definitely him. Ed Harris and Anthony Hopkins are humans. Yes, that does say that Ed Harris and, and, and Anthony Hopkins are okay. humans, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for one sure. One fan, fan Which theory. I wanted them to be anyway. It's just, I think it's boring if they're all hosts. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, so you can't... That's the show's official answer for why people aren't... How they're not able to get killed. But like, you could like slip off a horse and get hit your head on... Like, there's oh, so yeah, many ways to die in the Old West. Oh, yeah. How many ways to die in the Old West? Like 60? Yeah, nobody's wearing mouth no, guards. No, I haven't counted. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> <laughs> or cups. Um, 
What's probably a waiver. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you you definitely have to sign waivers, right? All right. Teresa on yeah. Facebook says, uh, um, oh, man. Oh, I can't even black hat Stardew Valley. So I just walk around being super nice to all the robots, learning how to pickle vegetables from some old grandma robot. <laughs> you just, you're just so such a good idea. Yeah, you could. Knowledge. It's going to get lost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah, uh, you could take like sewing classes. <gasps> just learning old timey ways. $40,000 a, a day. Worth it. A day to go watch uh, Chautauqua or... Uh, if I have that kind of money to burn, yes. Yes. I will do not it. not going to burn itself. It's fine. Steve. Also, did you know that they had to 3D print some of the cloth for the costumes for this because they couldn't get enough bespoke old-timey fabric? Nice. And so like when they ran out, they had to recreate it with the magic of 3D printing? Which is what they say that they were... like what it, That looks like they're doing in the Old West, right? Or in the, in the world. Is there like... They're yeah. like that opening sequence is all these 3D printers of like m- bone and muscles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, I for whatever reason that really pleased me. Um, Caitlin, Cipri- Caitlin Cipriano says on Facebook, first off, no way I'm going to the Old West. I'm going to one of those other areas. If I'm spending all this money, I'm going to friggin space. So that is from the movie and the sequels right there. are Other parks owned by Delos. Oh. So there's Westworld and there's like Space World and I can't remember the other ones. Um, uh, okay i mean caitlin first hi caitlin thanks for writing in yeah good to talk also to you. you're right space is cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 100 percent in with space um i'm trying to let me quickly pull up what the other ones are because there are uh oh future world is the next one it was the sequel to westworld um and then there's also there was a series called beyond westworld um which has westworld and future world so yeah presumably there's other yeah. worlds so maybe there's pirate world what? Oh man, what other what other worlds do you want? Yeah, mm, Pirate World sounds pretty fun. I mean, I sure hate eating fruit, so I'd probably get Ooh, scurvy. I'll take Fruit World. A thousand percent more cruft in pilot, Pirate World. No, but it's a cruft-free Pirate World. Mm. Well, that'd be fun. Uh, a couple more. I want to really quick. Um, Kellen says I haven't seen it yet, but all I can think of is that if I were rich, I would just want a quiet room and a garden to myself to read. Uh, we do seem like we have mostly white hat fans. Yeah, not exclusively. Well, I like- I, I'm one of those people who plays like, you know, uh, video games where, wherever you have a choice for morality and I go hard white hat oh, every yeah. single time because like I can't deal with the, the black hat stuff. It's not, but I, it's not as, know, I just don't think there are that many evil people like we're or not evil. Yeah. We're like pretending to be evil is fun. I just don't think it seems like that much fun in most of these cases. Right. You gotta, you know, maybe it's fun once or twice just for like laughs, but I want to, I want to reset my game. And I think the fun of this world is that it would make you feel, it could make you feel like you had a purpose. And if you are doing Black Hat, it feels like it's all purposeless. Yeah, that's true. Uh, But, you know, sometimes you get tired of your nice, quiet garden and uh, you want to go fuck a robot and shoot some other robots. I I have no problem with the sex robots, although I do have a problem with that host that brings the White Hat guys into the park where she's like, you could just have sex with me before you go outside, which is like, I didn't pay to have sex with a future train sex robot. Well, that's These are, I want old-timey sex robots. What if you paid robots. extra for that? Because that seems like a different fetish entirely. Oh. You think she's a separate price? Well, we talked about the upsells. Hello? Yeah. Nez, you're breaking Sorry. up yeah, real hard, bad? dude. Bad? You're back. Okay. It, no, this is the the rule of podcasting is whenever we're talking about technical issues, it all cleans right? up. It's like they, nice. they know, they know. Um, yeah, I was saying we, we talked about the upsells, you know, as an as an issue. So, I mean, right? Oh right. yeah, they've got right forty thousand yeah. gets you in the door, um, but uh, then it's like like a magic morning type thing, and there's like a sort of like uh, I don't know fast pass 
Um, there's, right. There's oh, breakfast yeah. with Mickey. Fast pass. You know, there's lots of lots of things that like. Yeah, it's having sex with Mickey. <laughs> mm. you, all right, and then uh, two more quick. Two more real quick. Uh, uh, Katie says uh, probably have a panic attack and get carried out by the mysterious hooded figures on a horseback. Sure. Okay. Yeah, Fair. I think we're underestimating the number of panic attacks that must happen here. Um, and then lastly, Sean Campbell on Twitter says, I'd wear a sequined shirt and carry a guitar and prance about singing upbeat songs and just ruin it for everybody. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. That's awesome, Sean. The annoying minstrel character. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that's one of the weird things about Westworld is that like, the guests sometimes bump into each other while they're on their adventures. And so if you were totally. just like being real anachronistic, you could just mess this world up for somebody. Oh, you well, sure could. Don't, don't worry. I have the same reaction to meeting anyone on vacation that I would in this place, which is like, no, we can't be doing this. That's interesting that you're from the same place. Oh, I'm yeah. From. It's, Bye. It's, it's Ed Harris' right. reaction is like, hey, I'm on my vacation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. It's like, uh, get away from me. I don't care that I saved your sister's blank. Dog? We assume that what? she said like... Lunch? Yeah. So there's... There's that moment at the, at the where the guy says uh, meets Ed Harris and he's like, "Oh right, you, yeah. I need to thank you. You literally saved my sisters." And then he gets cut off before they say what. So is it life? Is it dog? Is it science Boa fair project? Boa constrictor. Oh, I think he's a biotech Cookie? guy. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought if, he needs some sort of so yes, foundation. biotech. If it is possible, if he is the the white hat guy from before, the theory has to be white hat and black hat go into Orgyville. Black hat character dies in the park. White hat character takes over that business, makes it better, saves people's lives, but uses all of his money to go back to Westworld and take everything apart with his Whoa. knife, so, which is weird. I, but how do he change his color of his hat? I don't think people can do that as they get older. So, Well, they get nah. dirtier. No matter cruft. His hat is just dirty. <laughs> it's just so crufty. Anyway, that's the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Uh, so now it's time for our second half of our compliment sandwich. Thank you, everybody who wrote in. It was really fun uh, listening to you talk about what you guys would do in the in the world because I was having trouble figuring out what I would do. So now we know what you would do. Go in reverse order now for minor compliments. Chris, you're up first. What's the last nice thing you have to say about Westworld for us? Shit, I had one and I forgot it. I know. Oh, it's rough. I haven't done that in a while. Do you um, want? We'll, we'll pass. We'll come back to you. Okay. Yeah, come back. Um, Ezra, minor compliment. Oh, I remembered. Shit, sorry. <laughs> hey, Ezra. <laughs> Not your turn wow. anymore. Chris's turn. Course. Hey. Ezra, you've been preempted. <laughs> so this movie, or not movie, show is, you know, there's a ton of just like premise and there's a ton of setup and all that. And it seems very serious and big mystery and like sex robots. Ah, and, um, there's some comedy with the sex robots that I love. So the bad guys, there's this group of bad guys out in the woods. And they're a, they're a bandit gang. The milk and bottle the idea, bandits. It, it, yeah, you're supposed to like go chase them down, and there's a bounty or a, you know wanted poster, and you'll get money or you know whatever. And but one of the bandits, his robot circuitry breaks, and he goes off on a wild you know tear. He leaves the group, and oh, the woodcutter, the woodcutter. Yeah, he's the woodcutter of the group. And because the robots' weapons are locked down, where they didn't want to give too many robots the ability to cut people, essentially. None of the other robots are able to chop wood. 
So they're busy for three days coming up with different excuses why they won't be the one to go chop wood for the fire to cook the rabbit. They have like a, a skinned rabbit on a steak that they haven't cooked in three days. And they're just like, nah, I can't. Uh, you know, I'm sitting here. You're drunk. Why don't you do it? And he's like, yeah. no, I'm too drunk. You never do anything. And like, <laughs> yeah. and like I love that part. Where that was like funny. The robots, because they, their, their AI has to be able to make sense in a narrative, like contextual way what you know what their restrictions are and what what all happens that you just lead to these crazy loops like that yeah that I, that's they, super, it was fun. super fun yeah ezra um just for other now it's actually your is turn it really? are you wait away you've been preempted again? no you're preempted i'm gonna go my ah, minor sorry, compliment <laughs> my minor compliment is for uh man i have so many little tiny things that i like uh i really like the the woman from behavior who kisses Maeve for whatever reason i think she's fun but i i think oh, i don't think she kisses Maeve. now that i'm thinking about it she kisses new prostitute that is like pals oh. With oh right 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 who's having that she was touching her lip a bunch of times the reveries yeah, the reveries. yeah. um but i also really liked uh there's one guest in the park that we saw that i thought was like having the best time which was a woman who was playing black hat with her husband and then she went off with a lady prostitute and then came back and then they were hunting. That another. wasn't the one with her husband. I think you just conflated three different people. I think I might. No, I think she, I think she's with her a guy later. She does the first time she like kills something and then has that and then she goes on a secondary adventure. And we, anyway, I think yeah, it's her. But she is loving it. Yeah, she's the first one. It's like, oh, I feel like I'm breaking out of my skin by doing this or like my shell. Wait, no, yeah, hang on to your skin. Stay in your skin. Hang on to it. You break and out like, of your shell. You know, Sheriff Guy's like, there's bandits in them thar hills. And she's like, ooh, can we? Yeah, she's like, can we? Can we? Yeah. <laughs> I really liked watching her. I thought that was like the best capturing of the idea of Westworld that it helped you find something about yourself you didn't know you could do. She was like totally. the perfect embodiment of that. A lot of the other yeah. people are just like, oh, I'm good at this. I'm rich. I hate everything. I'm a cartoony bad guy. But she was like actually discovering herself. And then later she's in the hills and her husband is like, this is too fucked up for me. And he runs away and she's like, I'm not leaving. I'm living today. I she, she was really that, fun. That's a cool thing, man. Yeah. Still pretty sure those were two different people. Could be two different could people. Be I liked people. both of them then. <laughs> oh, could be two different timelines. Same person. Oh, yeah. Doesn't age. I don't know. Uh, Ezra. Is it my turn? No, you're going to go off your Tanya. Tanya, minor compliment. <laughs> no, I can give mine to Ezra. No, Come on, I Ezra. Like All right, job. you've given up your you minor compliment, this. Ezra. You have to do Tanya's compliment. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Ezra. What's, what's your compliment? Um, okay. We got a Hemsworth. I didn't even know we had any extra Hemsworths out there. Yeah. Luke. It was like, that's Bogo your compliment? Hemsworth, was there's a Hemsworth? I thought we were out of Hemsworths, and I found another one. Um... All right, cool, Tanya. See, you should have prompted me. Um, I have to say, I loved the super creepiness of the um the guy who wanders out into the crevasse and oh, then yeah. bashes his own head in. Yeah. That was probably my favorite for like sort of breaking the the creepy rhythms that we already know the place has and like yeah. taking us to this. You new, almost never expect someone place. to yeah, because he that wanted. Well, yeah, and he dis- he destroyed his broken robot brain, which had the evidence of its brokenness and how it's broken. Well, but also, he's the one who had a satellite uplink in his wrist. Super uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, yep. you know the worst yep. thing about that? It- Comcast charges you monthly five dollars, and like you can't you can't oh, buy. Oh, yeah. Comcast! That's the worst part of that. Wait. Oh, for that satellite uplink in his wrist? <laughs> I mean, at that point, oh, I think okay. all of the providers have merged into one super provider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you mean Comrizen or whatever. Comrizen Warner uh, Turner. Yep. 
AOL. <laughs> AOL. Yeah, still AOL still part Yahoo? of Yahoo. Wait, what? <laughs> Yahoo got in there. Surprisingly, AOL makes a huge comeback in 2050. <laughs> and 2075 yeah. again. <laughs> it's a cyclical AOL. Uh, oh, that... Um, man, that reminded me of something that I've now forgotten again. So, oh. Ez, do you want to yeah, go again? sure. Um, no, that's it. We'll end on that. We have to about the cable companies. <laughs> <laughs> did Tanya get a compliment? I did. I liked she likes that head bashing. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the head well, bashing guy. Well, guys, I think cool. this is our floor. We can get out here. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, elevator. Thank <laughs> oh, right. God, we can escape that fish sandwich. <laughs> yeah, man. We're all going to smell of tuna fish melt all day I- today. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back again next week. Next week, we're going to keep trying to get Chris a groove. So so next week, we're talking about... We're talking about the new VH1 show. Uh, what is it called? Is Martha and Snoop Dogg? Martha and Snoop's Dinner Party is what I believe it is called. Martha is and Potluck S- Dinner Party? Doops. I thought it was just Dinner Party. Dinner Party? Cook- yeah. uh, Potluck Dinner? Yeah, so... Potluck Dinner Party. Anyway, I'm... Anyway, Martha Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg have a new food-based reality show and on VH1, and we are going to watch it and talk about it next week. It is going to be bonkers, I suspect. So everybody, uh, grab your gin and your... Uh, Fresh-squeezed juice. Insider, insider trading. Insider trading, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping on gin and insider trading. Uh, and uh, we'll see you all next week for that. Thank you so much to our newest meat buddy, Wendy Witten, who knows everything about sex robots no refunds thanks wendy Wendy. thanks for sharing your sex robot knowledge she's a veritable west world of sex robot knowledge (laughs) uh awesome so we really appreciate it if you want to become a meat buddy go to readdestro.com slash meat buddies even a small donation uh makes a huge difference to our show so we appreciate all of our fabulous meat buddies um and thanks for being here at c walter smith Uh uh-huh at the tanya best Yeehaw. At Ezra Fox, who tweeted again, second time this year. What? Yeah, well, it's for Tanya Day. Momentous. No, you tweeted again once well, after Tanya Day. I was going to say I wasn't going to tweet again until next Tanya Day. Yeah, twice <laughs> this year. <laughs> Just to clarify yeah. my position on not tweeting. Uh, so, tweeted Ezra Fox. Keep telling him that he should come back. Because um, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Twitter becomes the man in what? black. Whoa. Is, wait, is Vine, when you tweeted is, about sandwiches, is Arnold too. Vine? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's right. So you also tweeted uh, a picture of home, a gif of Homer eating oh, a sandwich. That's right, I did do that. That was for Sandwich Day. Happy Sandwich yeah. Day. Yeah. So can be seduced into Twitter. Yes. All right. We'll talk to everybody next week. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Bye, everybody.